0: All right, so Spitting Out is a show that came out in January or February on Netflix, and it was a, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was supposed to be a limited series because it was canceled, and I said this while apparently my mic wasn't working, but um, it is interesting how Netflix decides to greenlight and cancel specific things because uh, there are really some, there are really some things on Netflix that I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not totally sure why they're there. And that's OK. Um, but there are also things on Netflix that I really love and that I'm really happy. And then I get really sad when they're canceled, like the OA, which I really love. And um, I really love the the pulling the names out of the hat technique uh, for Netflix to decide what is going to move forward and what isn't. So Spinning Out was unfortunately pulled out of the hat to be canceled which sucks but basically the show is about a skater named Kat and she was like the skater she was amazing and she like was at nationals multiple times she was basically on the Olympic track and she's played by um Kaya who was Effie on Skins if you've ever seen that show wish you should um oh my gosh I have viewers hi I hope it's working hi <laughs> this is such a mess um hello welcome thanks for being here um but yeah so uh she was the best of the best she was at nationals and she falls doing a triple jump uh, I think it's a triple axel and she hits her head she gets a huge brain injury she like she her she cracked her skull open she's basically told she'll never really skate again especially at the level that she was skating at before and her sister her younger sister basically takes her place her sister's very competitive as opposed to Kat who is very driven in the fact that like this is her love this is the thing she adores um, a little bit less competitive her younger is like all about the competition really like passionate about that and maybe skating isn't her biggest priority so Kat has basically one option left and she uh, can take a senior test that will allow her to coach and In her senior test, she decides to do the routine that she did at nationals and she doesn't do the triple jump because she's scared because she is literally traumatized from cracking her head open. Like, girl, like that is, I can understand that. And so she fails her senior test because she like popped the jump and she basically is like, this is the thing I adore, I love, I don't know if I can give it up. Um, She becomes a little resigned until she is given the opportunity to become a... The partner for someone at her rink and who is a pair skater. And so basically, she has to sit and relearn how to skate because pair skating is very, very, very different than solo skating. Singles, solo skating, who knows? I think it's, I don't know. But so it's basically about her journey. And another huge aspect of it is mental health. And I won't get into it too much because if you want to watch the show, that's like a very key plot point that uh the creators do a very good job of revealing um but there's a large question about stigma and stigma in sports and mental health and trauma specifically both parental trauma or parental trauma like trauma from being in a very high intensity sport that is very much about like looks and presentation and making sure that no um I guess bad uh you don't have a bad reputation you really have to keep that up and so a lot of the music in the show is classical for a couple of reasons one obviously they're skaters so many of their routines um there's i think five or six skaters that we see regularly skating and they all dance at a classical so um I, I keep wanting to call her effie no Kat's routine that from nationals is set to uh midsummer's night's dream which I tried for, like, that was the one that took two hours to try and find. Um, In case you missed it, I can't get the audio to play through, and my mic wasn't working the first time I tried to stream, so I will do my best. Um, But as always, I will link to the soundtrack um, in a moment. Spotify has some interesting playlist versions, and very few of them are accurate. And this goes for many shows, so we'll see. Um, But today, yes, I want to talk about spinning out. Um, but I want to sort of slowly transition out of my Soundtrack Summer series because I know that people were wanting a more mixed, um, show genre, which I love, but I wanted to center it around Spitting Out because I think this show does a very good job of epitomizing how classical music specifically can be used as a tool for, um, describing inner thought processes and in a way in my own personal opinion that perhaps lyrical music cannot and even maybe um, written score cannot so written score obviously has its own special place in media because it is typically written for that piece of media now um, obviously there are movies specifically older movies um, where a studio would have a sound library so scores would potentially be taken from other films that those studios had made and then stuck into another film that the studio is releasing at that point. But typically, and especially now, like most scores are written for the piece that they're like they're commissioned for that piece, which seems like logic. Um, but spinning out has a couple of, um, I guess, pieces that are, written like there's a very very distinct um uh uh, theme that goes throughout uh it's a sweet piece so it's very very long I can't find it uh in a lot of places it's very hard to find it's beautiful you can't like shazam it it's very bizarre um I don't believe it's actually fully been released there's a short version of it on Spotify but it's not totally accurate to what's actually in the show which is a query for another time but it's very lighthearted. it has a lot of um uh higher frequency sounds in my listening experience it has a lot of uh sort of um uh higher tone percussion so some like little cymbals and like uh, almost xylophone-esque sounds there's not a lot of heavy music the beats very slow um but it does drive very well it has that kind of if you think about the term spinning out like that's a pretty societally defined term as sort of like losing it so um me trying to do the show in that last broadcast I was spinning out a little bit because it was sort of a disaster but spinning out in this context obviously has that double meaning but that Sweet specifically, very much in my brain embodies that kind of mental headspace that you can get in when you're anxious or when you're um, having really fast thoughts. And then with that, the score keeps the beauty of skating, which is a little bit like ballet specifically because it's supposed to look very easy. It's supposed to look very graceful, it's very hard, it's very painful. There's actually a girl in spitting out, her name is Jen, love her so much, who has a hip injury, a really bad, like a very bad one. And she's like told that, again, she will probably never be able to skate again. And she does, she keeps skating, like she doesn't tell anyone how bad it is, um, even the doctor that she's seeing. And she, at the end, like something really horrible happens and it breaks the illusion and you understand as an audience what that means, and I know I'm going into a lot of critical analysis here, so bear with me. But to my in, in my experience of this show, most of that illusion is scored by the songs that were specifically chosen to be um, uh, to be those for each skater so there are quite a few so not all classical score is written like is 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 used in the context of hold up let me share this playlist is written in the context or is used in the context of the skating hello oh my goodness all right So that should be the most accurate soundtrack. But there are, again, quite a few pieces that are used in more emotional scenes that are not just um, them skating. So Kat's uh, development of skating goes from her skating um, the Overture to Midsummer Night's Dream, I believe, to the Overture... Overture? No. To a different to one of the very many parts of Romeo and Juliet but it's probably the most recognizable song from Romeo and Juliet in my own mind and that is the one that she skates with her partner and obviously because it's a tv show there's a little bit of like love interest there and there's a little love triangle and it's very dramatic but the the dichotomy between those two pieces and having midsummer be so um fast-paced and sort of stressful and then having this version or this part of romeo and juliet be very calm almost very it starts out like going like oh i wish i wish with my entire soul that i could get this music to work i tried so hard i need you to know that i did not try to Like, I tried very hard, and I really, really, really wanted this to work. So, I mean, I can keep trying to do it while I talk, but I don't want to be, like, distracted. You know? I just don't want it to be a mess. So, yeah. In this, in my brain, I think that the classical music in this is very indicative of its use in a larger genre. So, think about, like, Black Swan, Black Swan uses the music of obviously Black Swan to decide what is, um, decide the tone of each scene. And because Black Swan deals a lot with mental health and sort of having um, a mental health spiral or having your sport and the thing that you love and the thing that you've worked for ages to succeed at sort of betray you. And have your body betray you and have um, your opportunities be slowly taken away due to age, due to talent, due to accident, due to how other people perceive you, due to maybe things that you do um, or people you're around. Specifically in the instance of Black Swan, people you're around. And I don't know, there was a scene in Spinning Out where um, there was a large illusion like a very similar scene that was clearly honoring um black swan and they played like the theme from black swan like the very famous i think it's opus 20 maybe i'm wrong um not this is it on this playlist i hate it here i don't think it is but you know what that's okay i will fix it you know what, maybe I'll just make my own playlist next time. It just takes me sitting and watching the whole series, which is, you know, a, a whole thing. But um, using Black Swan, the the very famous music from the very famous, like, ending scene in Black Swan, both the, the um, show, like, the ballet and the film, to uh, parallel this sort of very similar headspace, but also very similar visuals in Spinning Out, like, makes that... Um, very clear as to where the tone of the show is going i think that the show takes so much inspiration from black swan and i think it executes that fairly well i think it does a very good job but the use of classical music which is like historically used in art pieces where you can't specifically ballet where you don't really talk like so many of these songs that are um, used in this they're from pieces they're from shows and a lot of it's from ballet which you don't there's no uh vocal communication there so to while that is used in skating as well like that makes sense to me as in terms of just the general skating world like to use pieces that are very 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 expressive in their orchestral style and composition uh, to score the routine in general makes sense to me but specifically in this if you look at the different routines and you look at the different characters based on how the character is behaving and based on how they are performing their um like uh their routine at each point in time the sound design of each uh, song becomes a little bit different i don't know if it was mixed differently but the volumes will go up and down sometimes different uh aspects of the song will bleed out so sometimes um like you will hear more of the higher notes where when they're like high fast notes when there's a lot of anxiety and the way that the camera cuts it like or the way that the camera goes and the way that it is edited it is very much in sync with the movement of the piece and because these classical pieces tell very specific stories um the choreography in the show in my brain at least from what I know of skating and what I know from dance choreography background is very, very, very in tune with the rises and falls of the narrative of the song itself. So um, looking at each piece of score, you have a very large range. Obviously you have um, uh, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, which has, again, a more fast pace at the end, but towards the beginning, it's very slow. It's very nice. Um, not slow, but it's very steady. And you have Romeo and Juliet, which is very, very, very calm at the beginning and sort of speeds up in a very dynamic way, but it doesn't get as dark and dramatic as Midsummer Night's Dream. And then you have some extremely dramatic pieces, like the, um, Korsakoff Korsakov pieces. I think there's two or three of them in the show. Those are incredibly dramatic. And like, I was like, oh, I could play those on stream. And then I went back and listened to them and they are incredibly like they they, they cause me anxiety to listen to them and like I don't know I was supposed to have a vinyl arrive today I don't think it ever got here love you so much um I please send all your support to the USPS um that is Chopin's Nocturnes and it's like all of them like it's like three vinyl of like just Nocturnes and I don't know much about classical music I was discussing this with somebody today I don't know much about the structure of classical music or the classification of classical music um, specifically much older pieces of classical music and the way that they've evolved in there how people play them over time however i can sit and listen to nocturnes like chopin's nocturnes for hours because they fit together really well as a uh, as a set but the emotional intensity of the like is very low and is spread out, that narrative and the emotions within that narrative is spread out through like many, I don't know how many there are, but there are a lot of them. So, and they're all, there's sometimes, uh, there are different versions in different keys. Um, A lot of these songs are in minor keys, C minor, B flat minor, B minor. Um, There's a few that are in major, but the major ones have that dramatic flair as well, as opposed to just being, you know, chill and not, uh, not uh, um, rushed in its uh, emotional intensity. Those are the ones that are typically skated to, but they're all in sort of a minor key. And yeah, I think many of the more fast paced, but not High intensity songs are used as score in various scenes. So, like, um, there's a lot of I don't I don't want to say breakdowns, but there are a lot of moments where people's mental health just kind of fails them, and it really becomes a hard moment for them, whether or not they are diagnosed with a mental illness, which there are multiple people in the show who are, or whether or not it's just very obvious that somebody is just not having a like a good time and not doing so hot. Um, and a lot of those moments are scored. Uh, which I personally think makes it a lot more dramatic than having sort of, I don't want to say sappy, but more emotional, lyrical music. Number one, because it's recognizable as a song. And even if it's not like, oh, this is Tchaikovsky, like this is what this is. It's recognizable as a piece that maybe you've heard before in uh, other media, or maybe you've heard it Uh, maybe you've like heard it live by an orchestra but it's recognizable as a classical piece and so perhaps you have your own emotions tied to that b there are no lyrics so you don't kind of uh i don't you don't you don't focus on the lyrics as much and obviously sometimes the lyrical um background is really helpful to push the scene but i guess in this case it's not the show doesn't utilize lyrics in the way, in, in, in actual like scenes and dialogue very much at all. Most of it is, not most of it, but a large portion of the scenes are in fact um, scored or at least uh, scored or or they end and then they transition into classical moments. And another thing to bring up is that a lot of these moments are occurring within the rink. So that is another logical reason as to why, like, that would, there would be classical music playing because they're set in the rink. Now, did they have to be set in the rink? No. I don't know if that was a writer's choice or not. Um, I feel like it might have been, but that link between having the classical music playing in the background of these conflicts or these conversations or these emotional, like, really high-intensity emotional moments works very, very, very well, and um, I think it's important also to remind the viewer that this music is very much a part of these people's lives whether they like i I don't say whether they like it or not but i don't know like i'm i was an irish dancer and no matter what like if i was having a bad time in like at a competition or if i was having um a rough time at practice like all of that in my own life was scored by irish dancing music by accordions and by violins and fiddles and and all of that and i you don't have a choice there and it puts you back in the situation which sometimes might actually be the thing causing the mental duress so to have these pieces put sort of like to have the um requirement of the musical requirement be classical due to the setting gives gives an interesting take on or it it has an interesting take on I guess what the actual environment does to your mental health like if you read into it like that way um read into it like read into it I don't know anyway you if you read into it like that you that that seems like a logical first step but then where the supervision comes in and the song placement comes in is what type of music whatever skater is skating is dancing to now or er, wow i'm so sorry whatever skater who is skating is skating to wow because in these conflicts the skater's not the focus i think there are many where you just assume there's a skater there but maybe there's no skater there because you just don't see them like they're just not because they're either like at, i feel like hiring a bunch of skating doubles is just like an incredibly intense and expensive process in the first place. So like having them off camera, would make logical sense to me, but being able to, uh, I guess have, I'm sorry, I'm really paranoid. Can y'all hear me? If you're in chat, can you tell me if you can hear me? Cause I've just said some, I've just made some points and I really want to make sure that I am being heard. I just I'm really paranoid after last time. Hi, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, brilliant. Awesome. No, but yeah, so because you're set in that setting, um, the supervision choices there are very interesting. and the fact that you can have um, many of these are scored by, again, these high intensity scenes. And there are actually some scenes with cat uh, and her mother and cat and her coach who, 10 out of 10 person dasha from spinning out is like my favorite character we love her but where there will be little tiny 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 sections from what i remember at least i could be wrong but this is from what i remember of like midsummer playing in 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 the background that streamlabs poll is just not aesthetically pleasing <clears throat> i'm so sorry um but yeah and i also think that the just to briefly touch on it the other music in the show that isn't classical fits very well with that aesthetic. Um, Spinning Out takes place in Idaho, I believe, at a ski lodge, and like Cat works at the restaurant at the ski lodge. Like it's very, very set in this area. The ski lodge is where the rink is. Cat's um, partner, um, Justin, his dad owns the ski lodge, so they're o- therefore owns the rink. Like it's very, it's very set there. Like the The world is very, very insular, which, you know, if you want to read into it's maybe a metaphor for like intense competitive sports or uh, art anyway, or it's a budget thing, you know, like we can read into it however we want to read into it. But because of that, you have to have a setting um, be very tonally similar and having to not having to, but, but I guess having to have all this classical music because of the skating it's really hard to like mix up the music you don't want to be having I guess Katy Perry playing as well because it like completely takes you out of that scenery um many of the opening shots uh to the first episode there's a couple like um pretty like just very beautiful shots um but the opening scene is Kat running and she's running I believe I think she's running to classical music which is an interesting choice I could be wrong I might be wrong I, I I don't know I watched the show like two weeks ago and I have already forgotten so I apologize but she's like running and and she falls and she is in her brain um she uh is running and it cuts to where she is at nationals and so she's running and she falls and then um it's uh cut intercut with uh her falling at nationals so no matter what the scenery is like this whole world is determined by classical music because it's cat's world and it's a skater's world and that's like where their lives are their lives are in this rink so the other music in the show has to be very 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 similar and also the just the visual aesthetic with the ski lodge it's idaho it's snowy like it's winter it's set in winter um and i believe it's set in winter either otherwise there's like snow at other times um, but i actually i believe it is set in winter um, or over a, a large portion of it is and so it's very snowy it's very serene skating is very serene the serenity of this show is the thing that allows the viewer to get more into i guess it, it creates the illusion of perfection that then the show subverts with the mental health narrative very similar to black swan as i said before but i don't i i don't want to make that comparison too much because they're two different pieces of media and two different types of media one's a film one's a show which i think is really important especially with this show um and it breaks that illusion just in its narrative but the soundtrack and again specifically the classical but also the songs that are used have to um keep up that serenity and so that the mental health um aspect of the narrative is just as impactful is like even more impactful because it is breaking this serenity and again a large metaphor for skating as a world in general and a very large part of the narrative is that um so both cat and her mother suffer with some uh mental health issues and cat's mother is telling her like cat's mother is played by january jones i believe who literally looks like cat's older sister i'm like what why anyway i i digress um but she's like cat like you can't tell anyone that you're having mental health issues like the skating world is like Kat, I, I think it's uh um it's her it's it's uh so her mother says that um to cat i believe and then her mother's boyfriend at the time says well you know mental health is like being destigmatized like it's a it's a new world and she's like not in skating Like, it's just simply not like that. And I think that's true for a lot of artistic sports. Um, Because they're supposed to look easy, so you're supposed to look easy. And there's not supposed to be any issues because it just detracts from um, your ability to perform. Because if you're having issues, you can't maintain that serenity. And in this, I also believe that there are... I don't know. Let me just go through some of the other songs that are not... um, uh, classical music so that again there is some score and there are also some instrumental Uh, music pieces that are used that are not classical traditional um, compositions I think my favorite so like there's Sharon Van Etten like Comeback Kid like Painkillers by Rainbow Kitten Surprise which I love Rainbow Kitten Surprise they're not high intensity songs like the pop songs and the like upbeat songs in this are not pop or like high intensity like they're very they still have like a beat but they don't have um the it it doesn't break the world because it's not super recognizable or it's not super um i guess uh it's not such a stark contrast between this serenity that again literally the if you think about spinning out like my first association with the movie with the film, or er, wow, my first association with the show is in its classical um, score, and so obviously that can't break it. Uh, the largest instance of breaking that world is when Kat and Jen and a couple, sometimes Justin, um, they party. So. Kat and Justin's coach Dasha is always like Justin you have to stop partying like you're causing a mess like it's a disaster like then he shows up late to practice and it's just not cute and so he that like really pisses Kat off and it really makes her just not want to work with him like she kind of sees him as a fool like not really the biggest fan and then the switch kind of flips so cat starts to go out more cat starts to have this kind of like mental breakdown I guess essentially and she's going out a lot and there's a, a lot of like um, she has like this one night where she throws this massive 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 party um, and it's like a couple of days before sec uh, sectionals I think and which is a really big competition for them and because they're like debuting as a partnership and the switch flips But both of those instances they have this really like loud almost almost aggressive pop music that's playing and it takes you so far out of that world that it almost feels like it is that break and not like not the mental like break but like the um uh you you can see the fact that these skaters just like need to detach and the fact that they detach in such a high intensity way you understand that through the music as well. Um, I have to say, I have to talk about this, though. My exi- my favorite, favorite part of this entire show is the very last scene. I think it is the most beautiful thing in the entire world. It's a montage, and it's set to the breach by uh, Dustin Tebbit. Taboo? Tebbit? I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but I love this artist. I have loved this song since my senior year of high school. Um, uh, Give Me Tonight is also a really good song by him. But it is a montage, and it's basically, um, it's, it's uh, Kat and Justin dancing at a competition, won't spoil it, and it's not set to their music, it's set to The Breach, but it's cuts in between different characters, and basically you see what would happen with each character if they got their perfect ending. It kind of almost feels like the show, like, knew it was going to get canceled, which is really sad. Like, I, I'm i about to go scream queens on the show. I really want the show back. It deserves a lot more attention and time and uh, an ability to unpack everything more because I think the show is really, really beautiful, um, but it feels like it, it, it knows it was on borrowed time because it has to rush this very intense narrative through 10 episodes. And yes, while it goes pretty deep into cats experiences it brings up really heavy elements of other characters experiences like cat's mother cat's sister jen um cat's sister has like a huge huge narrative that is really not only um fully understood by the audience and by the other characters until like the last 20 minutes of the finale so it's very clear that they i think wanted more time but like knew they didn't have it so they had to try and unpack all this stuff really fast um so having this ending where again the show does basically the tldr is like please i hope somebody else picks the show up because it's really really good um and deserves more uh time spent on it etc but with the montage set to the breach um they remove the romeo and juliet from the uh them from justin and kat dancing at national or not nationals at Dancing at the competition, it's not nationals. Like, I'm not... Like, it's its not... I don't know why I said that. Um, But again, no spoilers, but it isn't nationals. Um, and it goes to every single character in the show who has some form of relevance that we have unpacked their lives. Like, if we as an audience know attention in a character's life, which, again, the show does a really good job at showing a lot of them, but it doesn't really have time or... um. I get yeah, just run time or enough episodes to go through it fully. So the ending is used as a resolution, but the audience has to kind of wonder whether or not it's real. So like Dasha um, had this human being back uh, in Russia and she um, never got to see like this person again. And in her, I guess, uh, dream sequence or or hopeful future or whatever, to the breach um she gets to see this person again and the person like because basically dasha like reaches out and want and like is like hey do you want to come to xyz like i'll be here like uh she like learns how to use facebook it's very cute and then the person doesn't show up like uh at the time that um dasha believed that the person would but then in the little dream sequence the person does show up and uh other people get various happy endings and cat and justin's happy ending is just them kind of skating together and them um i guess kind of resolving a couple of little conflicts but everybody gets some form of satisfactory um conclusion and it's kind of sad because you again it feels like the show knows it's gonna end and this song is really calm and quiet and when i first heard this song um it puts you in that sort of night-driving headspace. Like, you know when you drive at night and everything's very serene and calm when there's, like, nobody out and it feels very still and you have the ability to go faster in your car if you want but you almost feel like you're floating on air? Like, that is... I mean, if I say floating on air, that's, that's first of all, a... Uh, I don't... That's, is that a... Is that is that even a proper term? I don't know. But like if you feel like you're floating, that's a, obviously a little bit of a reference to skating. Like that's a very it's a very aerodynamic sport. There's a lot of um airtime no pun intended uh, involved in that sport, but the sh- the song has this extreme serenity to it and is very upbeat, but again not aggressive. It's very calm in its upbeat nature. Um, it's acoustic primarily and it flows very very well and you sort of feel like it's it feels like an epilogue almost it's just very beautiful it's a very very beautiful music moment and that song also means a lot to me and that kind of thing so i think it's very maybe it's just a personal preference because i personally really like it um yeah uh i have a couple more things that i want to talk about but first i want to know if a Anybody in chat has heard of this show or seen the show um, and has any opinions or just any opinions based on what you've heard or if you've looked at the playlist, what you've seen there? Um, or B, does anybody have any questions? Because I, first of all, have to get a drink of water. Um, and second, I'm, you know, I'm curious and I really enjoy hearing from you guys. So I'll give you like 10 to 20 to 30 seconds I'm gonna get some water um but yeah let me know if you have any thoughts I'll be I don't even I don't even want to say I'll be right back I'm like right here I'm just drinking water All right, I hope I'm I'm hope I am audible. I hope y'all can hear me again. I had this issue. Obviously, I turned off my mic for um to try and get the music to play, and the music didn't play, and then the mic didn't turn back on. So I hope you can hear me, um, even though it said to turn back on. So I hope you can hear me. Um, but yeah, if nobody has any questions, I guess I'll just sort of wrap this up. Um, the use of orchestral music, orchestral music. The use of I guess classical. Um, compositions in general i guess has a very dramatic feeling it's sort of hard not to have that because many 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 of these classical pieces again were used to express emotions and uh, narratives in ways that words could not especially when they were used in dance pieces or even if they were used in operas that weren't like vocalized or even if they are um, not specifically in this show but uh if they are uh, instrumental versions of like uh, like Carmen, the song from Carmen uh, that everybody knows, but I don't remember the title of. Um, like if you heard an instrumental slash orchestral version of that song, you get the same emotions because it's uh, written that way. And so because most of these songs that they are skating to were written to have that emotional arc, it works very well, not only in the context of the choreography of the skating, but in the context of the fact that the show is so focused on um, inner duress and external appearance, that dichotomy is most of the narrative of the show and a lot of what drives most of the conflict. So to have much of this, not only to have much of this uh, show, um, I guess, scored by this type of um, uh, 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 this type of music and this type of, I guess, general mood as well. But to sort of be put in a situation where that has to set the tone of the show, that's sort of, like, there's not really a choice there because they're skating. And now I guess there would possibly be a situation where um, somebody could have made a decision to use, um, I guess, more popular songs and their instrumental versions to have people skate to because there's actually a joke in um the show and it's jonathan van ness plays one of the coaches and uh uh what is his name oh my goodness yeah johnny weir so johnny weir um plays another one of the skaters and jonathan van ness sort of comes up and he's like oh i have your music for your thing and he's like it's cold play and then uh Johnny's like what and then JVN is like I'm just kidding or am I like there's like an obvious reference to the fact that people like can technically skate to other songs but the decision to make this all classical which was I don't know if that was like a budget decision or what that was but or if it was like a creative one but I think it works very 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 well I think it works in a way that doesn't um stress The importance of the music as a piece of the broader narrative but as a i I, it it expresses it it uses the music as a piece of the more character driven and inner narrative um, as well as just being very accessible to viewers who have like watched competitive skating specifically olympic skating because many pieces that i i don't know i've watched olympic skating for far too many years like not in a bad way but it's just been It's been a a minute that I've watched uh, Olympic skating, and most of what I've seen is done to more classical orchestral pieces, uh, and it's recognizable for an audience to watch skaters skate to that. Um, But to have that set the tone for the rest of the show, and to have the actual setting of the show be so insular, like all in this one ski lodge, and a lot of it in either the rink or the restaurant um where cat works it it, you kind of have to make all the music fit in that tone and the use of I don't know I just love the fact that again I don't know if this was a writer's choice I don't know if this was a um music choice I feel like it was a writer's choice but I don't want to be like I don't want to assume anything the fact that so many of these conflicts specifically between cat and her mother which is likely the largest um it's the conflict that gets the most screen time take place in this skating rink or in uh various skating settings where this is being played there's no like there's no option to have basically any other music playing you are forced to so to make a decision about song placement there is is, i don't i just love that i think that is such an interesting decision I think it's such an interesting move. I think it's such an interest I don't I just love it. I just think it's fascinating. Um, and finally, I appreciate the fact that everything is so recognizable yet because many of these songs don't have lyrics, they don't detract from anything. And I've said this a lot, but there's a very fine line when in my opinion when I'm watching a show between a song being, Specifically in TV, I've noticed this, but between a song being, like, lyrically very poignant, um, I guess two lines, it's either, it's, there's a song that's very lyrically poignant and works with the scene very well, whether it be dialogue or be montage or anything, sequence, anything like that. There's a song that lyrically kind of clashes and it just doesn't feel super right or it just doesn't like you, you focus far too much on the song and the lyrics of the song as opposed to what's actually going on and it's distracting and then the third one is that the lyrics of the song or the title of the song is like way too on the nose and i in my brain i'm just kind of like oh like why is that why is the song like did you cho- like why is that the song i don't know it just feels very it i'm like oh uh okay like i i understand now i guess like whatever um and that's a personal thing maybe uh as i said in my experience of watching tv Um, but the fact that this show is scored so much by classical you get the narrative in the classical music and you get the recognition in the classical music but you don't have any lyrics that could i guess interfere with whatever's going on on the screen and because again like i said whether it's over uh under uh, underscoring dialogue or it's basically only within uh uh only within uh your own I guess somebody's individual introspective moment and what songs are being chosen there it's just very interesting and I guess when I say conflict in general yes the conflict between Kat and her mother there's a lot of internal conflict with Kat that's a lot of the show and having a perspective sorry um having a perspective that is i don't know i just I, I don't i don't know how to phrase this being able to watch somebody emotionally process something without any words is a backbone of of artistic athletics like that is a really important part of um like competitive art i i, I like calling it competitive art but skating dancing uh uh other uh gymnastics even um very 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 important type of uh or, or role in that art and i don't know about even in i don't know a competition yes or no but in competition you're being judged like whether or not it's competitive it still exists but in competition you're being judged and that's a huge part of it so to watch somebody have an inner conflict to this like score what like whether it's in the lobby of the skating rink or in the dressing room or dressing do you uh, No, actually there is a dressing room there's a dressing room and then there's like a locker area um you you get that same internal conflict that perhaps the original like uh classical piece was trying to uh, uh emulate within a specific ballet or a specific opera or something like that uh it doesn't or even within an orchestra, even if it was written for just an orchestra, you get that narrative if you're listening to the song, but it fits, I don't know, just the song placement in the show is just absolutely phenomenal. So overall, in terms of classical music, uh, it works really, really well with uh, (laughs) film and TV about uh, competitive art that is literally set to classical music, obviously, but to use classical music as a, whether by choice or not by choice, based on the setting, i.e. the rink, to use it as a scoring device for emotional conflict, whether external or internal, is very, very powerful. Uh, When a lot of the premise uh, in this show specifically is that external presence is way more important to your own success than your internal like feelings and emotions. And I don't know. I just think that it's brilliant and I love I love classical music in in media and I think that the show does a phenomenal job at using it so that's all for this week thank you guys so much for listening and for dealing with me and my technical problems I appreciate you being here I appreciate everybody that stopped by there were quite a few of you so thank you so much I love you and I will see you next week be good to yourselves bye